better and worse with Jess and Rach. Check. Wait, I don't see my voice. Oh, yeah, I do. Welcome back, Jizz. Back with a nickname, too. Yes. People are going to, that's what they're going to think my name is on the pod. It's a nickname and they know it. Yeah, but I don't want it to be like a public nickname. It is now. It is now. Jizz Master. Jizz for short. Joe. Joe is my name. Thanks for having me back, though. Yeah, absolutely. I've been calling you Joey a lot more. Well, Joey's what I'm used to. Family, friends. That's probably the base name. And you just said that you want. You want to go by that more. You I just, just said I, this to me. I think I'm meeting so many Joes mm. now that like I'm in the real world well, for the past like 20 years. <laughs> but I maybe I should stand out a little bit. Like, do I add the Y to the end of the name? But you think that, that Joey makes you stand out a lot more? How many adult Joeys do you know? But maybe it's giving off childhood vibe. It's giving off immaturity. Oh, the kid never grew up. Yeah. That's true. Let's just play around with it. We'll see how it goes. I won't introduce Joey to the workplace, but maybe just go by Joey. In but public. I think you can change it once you've already been no, you introduced. Can you can change it. Like when you're meeting someone new around people that already refer to you as Joe and you're just Joey. Yeah, it would be weird. Actually, it would be weird just to introduce myself as Joey in general. It would just, yeah. It just comes off. Yeah. We'll table it. Hmm. Yeah. We'll keep it in-house. Keep it in-house. Yeah. We'll circle back as needed. But for all of you listeners... Jizzy or Joey works. <laughs> either way, either, either way. way is fine. Uh, happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Yeah. Season of love. Season of amore. Yeah. Yeah. We, um, it was a low key Valentine's Day here. Very low key. I was just going to talk about what we did, if people are wondering. I think the reason it was low key is not because we're lazy, it's not because we hate Valentine's Day. I think we both like it. I, I think it's, whenever you get to celebrate love, that's cool. But we are on just phrase full glass every single night. I feel like we have something to do. Mm. So when Monday came around, work kicked our ass. Let's just shut down. We made dinner. We had wine. Dumb little gifts. But that's what we do for Valentine's Day. We give each other corny gifts, like bullshit gifts. That was the thing about Valentine's Day for us. We were like, this is really corny. I don't really like Valentine's Day. It's not my favorite. But it's fun to receive. hate it. Yeah. But I like we would always give each other like candy and and just the bullshit stuff. Yeah. Teddy bears, stupid, silly stuff. I did not give her teddy bears. No. No. I don't think I've ever given you a teddy bear. Uh, I don't think I've ever given you a stuffed animal. Good. Let's keep it that way. Yeah, we'll keep it that way. Yeah. That's that's something Joey would do. Oh, I was just going to say, Joey gives stuffed animals. Joey gives stuffed animals. Yeah, man. Well, actually, no. There is one. And his and he goes by Frankie Ocean. Oh, that was like a that was a, a purchase we had to do. Well, yeah, I mean there was a giant stuffed animal killer whale at Guys, Target, giant, like life size. And I just oh, kind of moment, and I was like, I need this. And Joe's like, throw it in the back, throw it in the cart. What a dumb purchase, man. That's not a dumb. We purchase. have a life size killer whale in our attic right now because we neglected it after getting dogs. No, the Joker stole him. No, they don't know about the Joker. Yeah, stuff. they do. Oh, yeah. The Joker took Frankie Ocean. Yeah, they do know that, that you play these pranks and you go to full, go to full length with them. Yeah, a lot of, uh, if you're going to prank somebody, it's actually not a prank. It's just like 
a fun, fun interaction. Yeah, it's a puzzle. It was a puzzle. It was, it was a yeah. scavenger hunt. A scavenger hunt, but like, I don't know if you're gonna do it. Like, do it. Mm. Get in a costume, decorate the house, put together puzzle pieces. Joe doesn't half-ass anything. He's not gonna half-ass a scavenger hunt. No, not or when it a comes kidnapping. To fun. So that's the whole premise of the story. Joe pretended to be the Joker and kidnapped our killer stuffed whale, Frankie Ocean. This sounds crazy. We sound like yeah. crazy people. And there was like a scavenger hunt and clues that were planted to get him back. Yes. And we've done that quite a bit. You know what we'll do? We can post some of the video footage. We I have before. Okay. Because otherwise it, it does look really weird. Yeah. yeah, it sounds weird. Yeah, that's okay. But if you don't get it, sorry. <laughs> if you don't get it, sorry. <laughs> okay, Joe, what else is new? What else have we been doing? Catch the people up. What yeah, we- well, first off, welcome to our house. Well, yeah. Hey, welcome yeah. to our house, everybody. We are not filming at Gather today. No, we're coming at you live from Cleveland Heights. Cleveland Heights, the east side. East side. Guys, it's so underrated. We love it here. Seriously, Cleveland Heights is one of the best Cleveland. I don't even want to call it a suburb because we're right next to the downtown, but it's pretty. Yeah, it's pretty urban. Yeah, it's a good spot. We love it. We do, but we are actually trying to move. So we are. The conversation is really heating up that maybe Joey's got to buy a house. Joey's got to move to the burbs. Let's not say burbs yet. It is. I grew up in the burbs. I love the burbs. What a great place to grow up and like have friends but now being i mean just outside the city having access to everything we want in walking distance yeah we're very lucky here uh, but you know what really freaks me out about moving to the suburbs what going to bed i am so afraid to go to bed and not hear like cars or people outside and what's crazy about that is i'm like so stoked for that like, I want to hear the crickets. I want to hear the frogs. Crickets in your own dark thoughts when you try to go to sleep. Yes, that's relaxing. No, cars driving by, you're like, hey, at least I'm not that guy driving around at 2 a.m. At least I'm in my bed right now. That makes you comfy. <laughs> but you know what? Getting out of the heights, you will avoid <laughs> what you just encountered on your on your way here. Oh, yeah. And tell, tell I'm trying to sell the heights. I don't want to not sell it. But, you know, the Heights is so, so diverse, so eclectic that you don't know what you're going to get here. Some people think maybe they get a little bit too much freedom on the road. Unfortunately, today, before I got home, this is tough to share, (laughs) at a red light, I'm about to turn onto our street. I look to my left. The guy looks back at me. He's in his car and he is, uh, he's going to town. He's jerking it. He is locked in <laughs> oh to a moment of self-gratification. If you will. If Yeah. I mean, I'm going to try to be polite about it. One, actually, I shouldn't be polite to him. That's hey, horribly inappropriate. But like, what is he thinking about? Does he have like the phone propped up? Like, No, I, I think I think I think he had his fetish. I think he wanted to get caught. Oh, a little. little is it voyeurism? Yeah. Yeah. I think he was into the idea of like. Because he was parked on the side of the street. He wasn't you, in traffic. Joe, you're the one that got him off because you looked at him dead in the face. No, I, I'm, he's probably, I probably killed his boner when he looked at me. Well, if he's, into, me. If he's into looking at people looking at yeah, him. Yeah, you don't, you, don't you don't want a Joey looking at you. Because <laughs> my face was just like such shock. I, I, know, <laughs> I know I was jaw dropped, like probably one eyebrow out. Like, wait, is this what I'm seeing? Like, what? Because he like tried to play it cool, but also like, I, I mean, he was... 
He was up and running. There, hey, there ain't no hiding. There is no. At you, that point, well, you can't. I don't. He was full probably, throttle. Stop. Yeah, full throttle. Full throttle. No. Full speed ahead. But I don't. I, look, I, I don't want to make light of it because what he is doing is like <laughs> so horrible. And like, I, I hope at some point he gets caught because Cleveland Heights is too cute. We got a lot of people it's around not, here. We can't, that's that's the heights for you. You never know what you're gonna get. You never know what you're gonna get. So if that guy is a listener. Lock it up, dude. Go to your house. Lock it up, man. Go Can't home. be out here. Yeah. Look at a mirror or something. Can't be I don't out here. Dick out on the road, okay? Dick out. Get it together. In his car. What did what did what is his name? I didn't see the penis. Obviously, what does his name look like? Like if you could Oh, what did his name look him? like? I don't want to trash somebody's name. Give me I need a visual here because I'm getting a I'm getting one. I'm not I'm not sure. Go ahead, let me hear it and see if it's right. No, I'm I'm like I'm getting a visual of what's happening, but I want to Oh no! Further, he's a Neil. He's a Neil. He's a Neil. <laughs> Neil, that's the name. Okay, when I think of Neil, I think like corporate guy. Oh, he was not a corporate guy. Okay, no. I mean, he didn't look like he was not put together, but he's a Neil. anybody anybody who on the corner of South Taylor Street pulling the Laffy Taffy is, is not a is not a corporate guy. Pulling the Laffy Taffy. I'm trying to keep it PG. Well, the podcast is uh, rated R. I don't know if you know. <laughs> this is rated R. <laughs> it's rated X. <laughs> Generation X. So, Neil, just go home. Hey, Neil. Talk to a doc. Go to go to therapy. Fix what you got. Because you're going to find yourself. We're here to tell you as a therapy, please. Get yeah, after it. You're going to find yourself in some serious trouble, man. <laughs> you're going to be on a list with a lot of other Neils that you don't want to be on. And you have to tell your neighbors where you live. So, oh. you got to lock it up, buddy. Oh, Neil's Neil's a sex offender guy. Disclaimer: All Neils are not sex offenders. Thank you, Joe. Yes, coming at you from a legal standpoint. Yes. As always, thank you. For, it's you much appreciated. It. What's and what else have we been doing, Joe? Let's see. We were we went out. We went out. We've had we um, January's is the year is the month of birthdays. So many birthdays, and then it rolls into some more birthdays. So we just celebrated our friend Danielle's thirtieth. Yes. We posted up at a dive bar. You the know, Jess and Joe bar, on some dive bar energy. The ultimate dive bar. It is. So it's the oldest bar in Cleveland. Um, it was it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Shout out Harbor Inn. Are we allowed to we give could, shout out to companies? We could shout out companies. Yeah, we would was, love a sponsor. It was such a great spot. Um, we, we've been there a few times. Yeah. Um, but we really like found our corner of that bar and we were there we for didn't leave. hours. We swamp ass Saturday and on the... F- on the bar, man. With the whole crew. It wasn't just Jess Yeah, and I. we had the touch tunes going. I don't know about I don't know about you guys or if you know this about me, but I used to drop thou, couple thou on the touch tunes. That's my that is truly my biggest toxic trait is just running of jukebox like that. But also I'm just paying money. Well, like I knew when I met so you, you budgeting. were like you were still into really you were really into touch tunes. I didn't know that you purchase songs like per location. You yeah. don't have a TouchTunes account that you can play anywhere. The best part is, is that they they'll save your credits, but you at can't your location at your location though. But you can't use Harbor Inn credits at another bar. Like TouchTunes is no, genius. it's just credits. It's just credits. I think it's just credits in general. Like you buy them and they'll roll over. They're if you're there. at another bar, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no, it'll just like save your like last played right, for that. Mind. Forget what I was saying. I think it's been I a while. I thought you had to buy new credits per touch tunes. I don't think location. so, but I don't really know. 
Because most of the time I'm using touch tunes, I'm a little. Well, yeah, we probably up. we probably should have cut off the touch tunes that night. Danielle was really throwing them out there, though. It's her birthday. Happy birthday, Danielle! Happy birthday. Shout out thirtieth. You know what we did do though. What's that? We ordered an Uber on our way home. We did. I ordered Pizza Hut. The power move, though. Which is Jess. a power move. I always do this when we're on our way home. I will immediately get on DoorDash. And I want my food and me showing up at the same time. I don't want to waste a single second she at my me house. Every time, like I have no idea. I, I didn't even think about the food. It's a surprise for you, Joey. It's a surprise because I want you to be like, yes, thank you. I was, I was to be surprised. So jacked when with you came a up hot meat with like food? with hot pizza. <sighs> pizza Hut does this dirty every time, especially have a, especially a the really one around here pizza. is straight trash. So we had situations with Uber. Uh, pizza was ice cold by the time that we it got sat- to. We still have, I mean, what, eight inches out there of snow? Okay, it's a little excessive, but. <laughs> eight inches. Eight inches of snow. <laughs> and it sat there on our porch for, I mean, probably 25 minutes. Just like, it was in the fridge. Pizza It was rock fridge. hard. Rock hard, but we didn't, did that stop us? Hell no. No, I think I ate like half of it. You, <laughs> you went full savage on the breadsticks. Guys, the breadsticks were not cut. And then they were all, they were also rock solid. It was just a giant so stick just of bread. So it's just a giant rectangle. I kept calling it a crouton, like just one big fucking crouton. And I'm, and Joe's like, I'm actually kind of into it. I'm into it. And I'm it like, salt. You, you are so gross. Um, but what did we do? We made a video, a drunken video for our future kids. So if you're lucky enough, if I'm feeling open to embarrassing ourselves, I might post it. No, we cannot post that. Oh, it's so awkward. It's so embarrassing. It's so awkward. It's a f- we're not expecting, but I don't know where it was that it I was, was a like, genius idea. And I kind of like the idea of saving all of our drunk videos well, for our. It kids. was one of those things that I would like appreciated not having kids, and I like want to remember yeah, yeah, those yeah. moments because when I have kids, things will be great. But I'm not going to be able to like get drunk and no, we're not going to Uber home and order pizza and not as much as to, we are now. No, yeah. And so I was like, remember this? This is what your mom and dad used to do. I think that's funny. I think I could laugh. Funny. And also it could be a, t- a deterrent from underage drinking. Don't be <sighs> like us. Don't be like mom and dad in their, in their early 30s because it's embarrassing. It is embarrassing. And the older we get, drinking just sucks. Can't, can't get it together. What is it, you guys? Huh? You get like, you get like, oh, was that a Chris Farley reference? Today hey, is. Happy birthday, my guy. What well, would have been, I think, like his 58th or something. Guys, it's Chris Farley's Not birthday today. 52. You guys know me, big fan. I'm a big fan. So rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace, Chris. Thanks for the laughs. A moment of silence for him? Yeah. Ready? Would he do a moment of silence? I think no. he would want us to laugh. No. Okay. I think he would want us to okay, laugh. Okay. We yeah. did what he wanted. So go watch the best of Chris Farley this That's next weekend plug. and give some credit to him. Yes. Um, but no, like when it comes to drinking at age thir- I'm 32, I'll own it. You get like a six minute buzz before you're sick right. or tired. Yes. It hit me so quick. A six minute, nothing more, nothing less when you're like. <laughs> I'm on top of the world. Like, this is the best thing <laughs> I'm on the ever. bottom of the world right after. <laughs> and then you just, it all goes to shit. And then just the anxiety for me has just been getting out of control. Yeah. So describe anxiety because I usually don't get it, 
but you can't even have a sip of wine without tomorrow being like no it's beer so i'm I'm actually trying to narrow it down like where it comes from and it's mostly beer and light beer and i just like hit it hard but i wake up i mean my, my heart is absolutely racing like i am my heartbeat is so fast and i'm like thinking in my head i'm like who did i talk to who hates me what conversations did i have I absolutely embarrassed myself, but here's the here's the reality of it all. After 24 hours pass, and it's a 24 hour rule, mm. you come to reality. And I'm thinking to myself all the time after I wake up, I'm like, these were my best fucking friends. Like they don't think What's any. The worst they happen? don't think any differently. Like I didn't have any other s- conversation that I wouldn't have with them normally. But something about that is just not great. It's not great. It takes like a full 24 to get rid of and. It sucks. What's so weird though is like, I don't know if we've ever been like so drunk that we should carry the scaries. You're always like in control. I've never seen you out of control. I know I stay away from that. So like, it is weird that no, even if you have like a pretty chill night with some beer, you're like, man, I just feel so off. I just feel like with alcohol, you get ballsy, right? So you're you're just, you're getting emotional. You're, you're having deeper conversations than you'd normally have. And I don't know, maybe that's what it is, but it's, those aren't still like any different than what I would normally have. So yeah, it is like, it's a shitty feeling. Maybe I should just get back on my tequila kick and we'll be good. Another version of the Sunday scaries. That's what it is. What's that? Like the Sunday scaries. What about them? Like you always refer to Sunday scaries as like anxiety. Like I'm hungover and I have anxiety. But like, I think Sunday scaries are like, oh God, I got to go work. No, I have to go to work the next day. Like that stresses. Yeah, me out. that's hard for me to relate to, though. Okay, just because I yeah, like the Sunday have my blues own job. And you're like that's my weekend. It's over. Right. You don't like Sundays. No, I don't. Even like Sunday mornings, it sucks. Like everybody's like, "Oh, this is like the perfect morning." I'm like, "I don't know." Next time I wake up, I have to go to the office. You said, "I don't know," but that what a what a waste of a day for you to just be worrying about the next day. It does. What suck. a way to live. It does. Suck. That's something Joey would do. Joey needs no, to. No, Joey's don't care. Oh. Joey's, don't, Joey's don't give a shit what day of the week it is. Oh, yeah. Joe's, they hate Sundays. Joey drinks every night. <laughs> Just yeah. slams Bud Lights. Like, here, if you ever, like, if I hear the phrase Joey, like, it's just, that guy's a Joey Tribbiani. There's no setting that aside. Oh, I never made that connection. Really? Mm-hmm. Say something, Joe. You know, okay. <laughs> you just made me I froze up. I didn't know what to say. I, just like, <laughs> <laughs> I was just really checking. I don't even the know mi- what that noise was. I was just checking the mic. To you. I like, thought you were saying like start a convo. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't froze like that. In forever. I'm embarrassed for you. Oh, you know what I'm so ready for? Talk to me. I saw this tweet and I, I I'm so sorry. I, I don't think I liked it. I don't think I saved it. I wish I would give credit. And it just said like, Hey everybody. Only 41 more days until the sun sticks around to like 7 p.m. And the first comment under the tweet was, I don't know if I got 41 days in me. <laughs> like Seriously. this is, I never get the winter, like, what is it called? The winter blues or like, yeah. but this February and it's only like the 15th, I am just like dragging. That reminds me of this tweet that I shared today. It said, is anyone else losing it or is it just me and Kanye? <laughs> <laughs> because... We're on. We're done for. Dude, Kanye at that Super Bowl. He's. I mean, I mean if we're going to get in some yay talk. I think he's gone. Oh, he's done for. He's absolutely crazy. And also, like, his PR team must just be. They got to be a wreck. Shitting their yeah. dicks. To be honest, does he even have a PR team anymore? Because if he does, 
They ain't doing somebody. their job. Yeah. Well, he deleted his whole Instagram after all those crazy posts. Oh, he did? Yeah. The Like the legal pad post? Yeah. Oh, man. Kanye, get it together. Get it together, brother. You like helped raise me. I mean, He's I wasn't really going dude. through it. I don't know. He's, He's not a good dude. That's a lot. That's facts. But back to back to the blues. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it's it's February, and it ain't good over here. But like, you know how I get. You know how I get. Februarys are your worst month. Like I get you down, are. down. You're a zombie. Oh yeah, especially the more time I'm like spending at home. But it's so hard, guys. It's it's like. I want to save money, so I'm not going out and doing things. I know you can tell me that there's free things to do outside, and I could get out of my also, house. Yeah, lock it up. There's not much free things. But to do in the I snow. am. I'm taking on household projects. Oh yeah, I've big been, ones. I've been killing it. I've been killing it. So, in hopes that we we move in the next year or so, you know, we're gonna have to pack all this shit up. And I've been here for seven, eight years. This yeah, house kind of streamlined. Shit's just own. accumulated. A girl's just. Filing through old memories, throwing everything out. Like the donating it. We're not just tossing stuff. We but should I, I no, I guess I, I should say I'm getting rid of it. I get yeah. rid of, I don't keep anything. Like nothing. If, if I don't think about it in the past like month, it's gone. Like the most intense early spring cleaning I've ever seen you go through. It's the only time I got when spring hits, you know, I am hitting the ground. Not running. like we're, we're not becoming like minimalist, even though I think we're both kind of into that idea. Of not fully, not fully minimalist. I don't know. I feel like when you tell me all the things you have, I'm like, how in the world did you get all of this? Because I don't see it. Because like, I stuff it in closets, literally, <laughs> and that's what I'm cleaning out now. I can't even open a closet without like shit falling out. So I'm like, I guess I have to do no, something. But it, about it this. feels so good. Oh yeah, I d- it does feel good. It's very rewarding. Very happy about it. Yeah. Okay, Joseph. Yes. I'm just gonna call you every nickname yeah, in the book. Let's just- you can stick to Joe. I think that'll work. Okay. You can call me whatever you want. Okay, Bubs. Next up, we are going to answer you guys submitted some questions for us. This is why I love being a guest on the pod because like it's not just like the question game you do when you're trying to like date somebody, but it's like you guys have like the best questions. Your guests are like so thoughtful. Yeah, and they like know us. They, like ask questions about Yeah, that like fit. Yeah. It's, no, it's really good. It's good. Okay. Can I open am I allowed to open this on the pod? You got to do it right at the mic. That's right how we mic. do it. It's also, not a beer, everybody. Our dogs just absolutely snuck in. How did they get in? Olive and pickle. The door is shut. Our outside door is shut. Yeah, but the, you know how the wind. You know how the wind be. <sighs> Lacroix. 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 Hey, most elite flavor: key lime and limoncello. Pample Don't mousse. at me. Pample mousse. Don't Pample at mousse. me. All right. All right, Joseph. What's the best part about being married? I mean, you can't say that you can't like give this answer without being cheesy, but that's true. I'll say this when you're married, it's like, it's like the ultimate sleepover. And when you're a kid, like having sleepovers was a blast. Not like when you're little and you're nervous and you want to go home. Like when you're in middle school or high school and like you guys like can't stop laughing at nothing. (laughs) That's what you're being married. You're like, Oh, I'm like sleepover. Let's go upstairs. Let's go to bed. It is. It's, I was going to say the same thing. It's like being able to do. To do everything with your best friend. Like imagine like that feeling of like never wanting to leave your best friend when you were younger. But you get to do that every day. It's like a never ending sleepover. No. And like the things you guys do at home, like as a married couple, um, 
yeah, like they can become like type of a routine, but it's like a routine that you crave. Like whether it's like, oh, we get to play rummy when we want, or we get to make, we don't make dinner together all the time, but when we do, like you have access to your best friend the entire night. And like making your own life, like, like you get to choose, like we're going to listen to music and dance tonight. Like you, that's all Tuesday. What? Like, that's like your unit, dude. Like, I don't know. It's a different kind of connection, especially like your unit. That's a really good, that's a good way to put it. It's just your, it's your pod. It's your squad. It's, it's just, you get to do whatever you want. And Jess and I got this new record player plug right behind us. Um, Game. That's what I guess what made me think of it. Game changer for like music while you're making dinner or just dancing on a random night together. Obviously, which is what we do. Yeah. Good Um, question. Should we take care of those puppers? I think we should. I don't want like all of his. Do you, can you just let him outside? Yeah, absolutely. I'm let can I move this? Yeah. Okay. Just swing it out. Swanging. Okay. Are you ready for the next question? Yes. Hit me. Okay. This question is, are you as particular with cleaning as Jess? If not, <laughs> do you meet in the middle? If so, how? Uh, Not even close. I am. Yeah. I am seriously not even close. Now, I don't like, I'm not a messy person. I don't like being messy. Um, but I don't like see cleaning like as intense as Jess does. Like, I think the best way to put it is like, I'm really, really good at cleaning up. If that makes sense. No, straightening up, straightening up, yeah. like putting things away or, or making a bed or like folding something, but I don't like clean, clean, not a deep, not a deep, thorough guy. No. And and that's tough because like, I love it so much because it does feel good, yeah. but I just don't recognize it as like a dire need. Sure. I am trying to meet in the middle. I like that part of the question. Because like if we stayed where we're at, like just on one extreme, me not recognizing that importance to her, that's going to be an issue that we need to deal with. So if we can both try to find a middle, I think that'll help. Yeah. I feel like cleaning a, is a tough topic for it me. It is. Um, but I truly like when I'm cleaning and like I'm, I'm in the zone. She tells me to go to work, guys. Yeah. So the only times I'm like really thoroughly cleaning or doing these projects is when he's le- when he's at work because I like I have my own system I'm in my head I'm listening to music or podcasts and I'm like I enjoy that I enjoy that time to myself I am one of those people and this sounds so annoying because I never knew myself to be this person but I'm (laughs) one of those if it's not done my way it's not done right only when it comes to cleaning yeah I don't give a shit about anything else believe me I'm not the type of person I that trait really annoys me so getting to cleaning um deeper in therapy we're gonna be able to to see what all of this actually comes yeah. from i mean because it, it i'm not trying to call yeah. you out, but like it's pretty intense it's very intense so yeah when you say cleaning it's like i am pretty and it's gotten progressively worse i wasn't yeah, always last, like this yeah, yeah. The so last year and a half and it's know. not like because I, I think everybody wants a clean house like they want to wipe their counters down i'm talking like you're scrubbing things that like are already spotless to you. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Yeah, not to me. So there's your answer. We do not see eye to eye on this. No. But it's also, I find it really annoying when Joe is home and I'm cleaning. I've, I've happened, in the way. I've happened upon a project. Okay. And I'm, I'm in it. I'm so in it. And Joe's like, oh, what can I do to help? I want to be helpful. I'm like, please sit down and leave me. Like, I do not need help, but he, obviously feels the need to be helpful but i'm trying to communicate like hey that's not what i need you to do but like if 
I think we would do better if you were like, <laughs> you guys are about to witness this. Go yes, live. Yeah. Yes. No, what I'm saying is like, you could be like, oh, like, yeah, Joe, you could help like do this. But you're like, oh, no, just go sit. Like, I sit like this. Like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> I don't want to watch TV. I don't want to look at my phone. I feel like such a guilty person. So I like go to work. <laughs> but here's the thing that I keep reiterating I know, I is know. if if I wanted something done, I would communicate that. You and you will. have to trust that. Yeah, you're right. Because that's how we have to operate. Next question. <laughs> and that's on therapy. Okay. Next question. Do you agree on, did you agree on when to get engaged? Um, advice for couples who don't. I like this question. That's a this that's is, a really serious question. Yeah, this is a hot take right now. Um, and we've seen it go both ways. Correct. So in our situation, we did communicate beforehand. Yeah. And, and like slowly, it wasn't like, it wasn't like an I promise ring or like, will you marry me if I ask you? It just like slowly built like, oh, I, I really love you. I want to spend a lot more time with you. I can see myself growing, like spending my life with you. I, I want to spend my I life with like you. I feel like we had like a few conversations like wedding, marriage. What do yes. you think? Yeah, yes. absolutely. And they were like 100% like, when are we getting engaged? And we even had that conversation like probably next year we'll get engaged. Yeah, so it was it was known that we were both there prior to me asking right and i just i differ from maybe some other people in that i never had a waiting period at all when it came to like waiting for the ring yeah i never no you i don't think you knew because it was so quick i mean if you asked joe when he knew like he was gonna marry me i was way before you you thought of it i think like second date no just kidding i'm kidding third maybe (laughs) no but I feel like once we had talked about it, there was already something like in the books to be planned that I kind of knew where, when it was happening. Oh, like when the actual, but like, I mean, we invested a lot of time in each other first, so it wasn't like early. I mean, we were together over two years before I asked. Right. Um, But but, I felt like that timeline just was like perfect speed for me. Like I, there was not a lot of waiting, which I'm thankful for, but I feel like maybe some people can relate to though. Like, no, and we were, I mean, I was a little bit older. I had a history. Yeah. So like I was pretty confident quicker than maybe a younger couple might be. Okay. But I have seen couples and, and not really any of my friends or anybody know more directly, but like where either the guy just has planned it so quick without any type of communication. Mm-hmm. And then you find out like they just got engaged and you're like, oh, like the last time I heard, like they weren't even close to that point. So like- right. It can't just come out of the blue. I think there is a time frame. Um, and also, like, there's other couples who it's six, seven years, and you're concerned as to why it hasn't happened. Like, maybe a hard conversation needs to be had. Well, that, that, when like you know the, the other person wants thing it, comes off to my head. It's like, why are you guys not communicating that? Like, why? I'm just wondering why that doesn't come up because I feel like that was something. And that, also not to say that we're perfect or like we oh, communicate Jesus everything Christ, fuck perfectly. No. Fuck no, we don't. But in this instance, we did about like engagement and things kind of happen at like a certain pace. But, but if you if you are feeling like what what the hell is the holdup, that's a conversation to be had. And I feel like this is me, my own personal preference. But if you're like, if you can give me a timeline, that would just ease my anxiety. I just, I want to know that you're committed. I know that you can say that to me, but like, Let's just talk time frame if you do want to know. Yeah. But if you don't and you're like, I want it to be a full surprise, 
You have to communicate that. Just understand, like Rachel and I talked about this a few episodes ago, just like expectations with engagements. Oh, man. And it's just hard. You know, I I think it's just really important to to have those conversations with your partner and be like, this is the kind of ring I want. I want it to be private or I want it to be in front of everyone. I want my family and friends there. Just those staple things. Just make sure your partner knows if you are highly anticipating the engagement. Oh, absolutely. Those are my tips. The other thing, like you brought up like why it's so important to communicate like what you, not what you want out of the engagement, but like your plan towards an engagement. Like, yeah, I do want to get married. I can remember like, this is a hard story to share, but I told Jess, I love her. And I, I she said, thank you. Oh yeah. Didn't say it back. We said this on the okay. pod. Oh yeah, we did. But like when you were first, but on. that type of your confidence there to like control when you were ready to say what you wanted to say prevented me from maybe asking too quick or putting too much pressure. So like, but if you didn't communicate that, I would have kept making those dumb decisions. So yeah, I mean, just communicate. If it's something you both want to do, then hell go at it. But if um, one of you wants to establish it the right way, then give it that time. Yeah. It says advice, advice for couples who, who don't agree on when to get engaged. Oh, wait, I missed that whole part. I'm sorry. No, we, I think we did both. The The question was, do you agree on when to get engaged? Did we okay, agree? Okay. Yeah. Um, but it says advice for couples, happy couples who don't. Yeah, I think what you said. Yeah. Like either. I'd say communicate the big parts. Is there a reason you don't want to get engaged? Is it maybe you're not into marriage or maybe you're not into a long term for me or you're, maybe you're not right. ready? I feel like there's some questions there. You got to answer it. Yeah. We got to know. We're curious. We're curious beings. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You know, and some of us just like a little control. There's nothing wrong with that. No, absolutely. I mean, there's nothing wrong with talking to your partner. And it. I know that's like the scariest conversation because it could lead to the, hey, like, I was curious. Why aren't you proposing? And then it's like, oh, shit, you don't want to marry me. Right. And then you're both like, what are we even doing? Mm-hmm. But in most cases, I shouldn't say that. But I would, I'm sure there's a lot of situations where the person um, might be a little bit overwhelmed by the idea. So they're hesitant or they have a different idea of how it should go, but they still want to spend their life with you. So. If you start the convo, you'll get the convo. Right. Good luck. Good luck. Okay, this is the next question that I feel like will be a nice little segue into the meat, which yes. I feel like we haven't even got to, but I'm like, what? No, yeah. Uh, I'm going to stop saying, oh, I'm going to, okay, sorry, everybody. I'm I don't doing know. it all talk. fucking. Everybody says, um. All last episode. I always got mad when teachers in speech were like, oh, don't say, But um. once like, it's oh. on your mind, or once it catches your attention <laughs> you while you're it. listening, Oh, you're done for. Game over. It's fucking death. Okay. Do you ever need a break from each other? What does that look like in a marriage? Absolutely. Great question. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. You need breaks from each other. We, I guess I could speak and say that I've never been, I guess in fights, I've gotten so frustrated that I felt the need to to leave, but I'm not like... I mean, when I'm sick of him, I'm like, oh, I'm so fucking sick of looking at your face. And it's like funny. We'll laugh about it. But but, but there, I think realistically, we just spend so much time apart doing different things. I mean, I'm podcasting. I my schedule, Our schedules are complete opposites, if you really think about Mo- it. For most of the year, yeah. Yeah. So that kind of allows us to give that chance to like miss each other and have that time apart. So we just... That's what we do. <laughs> no, but like it, I, I live maybe two weeks ago where I think we went 
like 12 straight days oh, of yeah. just like okay. not being apart, which at first was like, wow, like we deserve this. We went through the whole summer, the whole fall. Uh, we have so much on our plate. This is so nice. But like, I just really did look at me like on the couch and she was like, oh my God, I'm so sick of looking at you. And I was probably like gross, like <laughs> eat, eating on the couch when I'm not allowed to. So like there was probably reasons behind that. But like, yeah, like when you live with somebody like, I don't know, you, there's a little bit of like want for of some freedom. Yeah, absolutely. And you're not, it's not like, oh, I'm, I don't like her or I, I don't want to be with her. It's just like, no, hey, it's never give that. Me two minutes. It's never that. But I always know, like, in the future, I'm going to, I have this day, I'm going to gather. Yes. Or, you know what I mean? You I know, always... you're, you know, you have the freedom available when you're ready. Yeah. And also, like, j- just like, has helped me. I don't do great when I'm on my own, like alone time. I, I think I said this last time I was on, I'm just like you lost did. and bored out of my mind. But like, living up here has given me a little bit more of opportunity to like, get away to something really quick. Like Mm -hmm. I can go down the street. There's things to do over there. Or I can go like window shop at REI for, for two hours just to get out of the house. And um, that's something to like keep in your back pocket. If you're just like, man, I want some space. Yeah. But I will say like for the question of what does that look like in a marriage? Yeah. um, Fuck. Here I go again. Um, um, Okay. Now people are going to pay attention to it. I'm just going to cut this part out. Don't listen to Jess. Don't listen to me. Um, where was I? Uh, I'm just gonna. How does it look up. in a marriage? How does it look in a marriage? Yeah, for us, it's just I'm fucking sick of looking at you. Yeah, face. you gotta say it. You gotta say it though. <laughs> Truly, I'm not afraid to tell him that. And if I need to go, maybe maybe don't say you don't like looking at my face. I don't know. Sometimes I'm just like I say this to Britt. Britt can relate. She's like. <laughs> I stare at your face longer than I look at my own face. Like I know you better than I know my own features of myself at that point. No, but like saying it's funny and also real. And then it like sometimes forces you to mix it up. Like maybe we're sick of each other because we're watching Ozark for 12 straight hours. Like let's go play a game. Yeah. Let's go do something. Joe will try to do that. And that's something that you do when I'm in like my February blues. Yeah. He'll be like, let's go do something. You want to get out of the house? And I think I had to tell you this cause it was starting to get bad. I had to tell you, I'm like, you have to push it. Like you yeah. have to, I know you're, I was gonna, really misreading that. I was like, you're, you can offer it all you want, but I'm not going to leave the couch. Like, or I'm not going to do anything because I just don't have the motivation to do it. So I'm like, you just need to be a little more pushy yeah. so that I can do something. Well, there's, I like, there's times I was like, please say no. Let's keep watching movies. <laughs> Hey, do you want to go get a bite to eat? Like, please say no, please say no. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I did. Fuck. <laughs> I did. No, I did say no. Okay, there's one more question before we get to the meat, which is good. Advice yeah, for not, people yeah. on I love dating the apps. And oh. more than one person asked us this. Really? Fuck dating apps. No, I'm just kidding. No. They're great. Obviously, it's how we met. I honestly have been out of the game. I don't know how. It's been a minute. I don't know how. I mean, I know how they work, obviously, but I can give you advice from the time that I was doing them. And I swiped right, did all the dates that I could with people. And so many dates. Yeah, so I just, I just dates. embraced it. I feel like if you're, if you're brave enough to get on there, just put yourself out there and get after it. Get after it. I mean, what's the worst? you could do it's winter it's shitty outside go get some social interaction get a little buzz get some good food and call it a night 
No, I, I mean, I know that dating apps are hard. I know that people that um, use them still have the same, I guess, like annoyance that some of us had when we were on them. But I also like stand for them. Like, I think they work. I think they're the perfect millennial tool for dating because millennials are, I, maybe I'm just, because I'm one of them, I think we're the greatest generation ever. But I think like we're the Superior. perfect balance between like introverts and extroverts where like you want to put yourself out there, but you want that protection of control. And dating apps kind of give that to you. Um, I, like Jess said, I, I was on, a few of them. I went on quite a few dates. Um, some, I met some really great people. Others were just a really rough night that just like things didn't click. I can't hide it, but, and I'm sure the reason they didn't click. Cause I was super goofy. Like how many times can you go get coffee with a girl at seven o'clock at night? Like, what was I thinking? But also you were a big coffee guy. I know I was, cause I was uncomfortable with the bar scene. I was, I thought that was a safe place. Wait, what? Yeah, and I, I was like, let's go drink our faces off. No, but like what I was just gonna, this is the last advice I'll give for dating apps. And I think it's just like, if you're on them, like try to break the mold. I don't know how many times I probably sent this question or like received this question. Like, What's your favorite food? What's your favorite movie? What's your favorite color? I, it's just yes or no answers. Like give yourself a little something like ask a question personal. Um, why'd you choose your job? Or uh, why are you doing that this weekend? Or like, what were your plans last month? Inquisitive I don't, questions. Don't ask what were your plans last month. I don't know where that came what from. The, what were your plans <laughs> That's a weird fucking month? question. You're not going to, you're not going to get a response. Where were you on the night That's of- a straight ticket to go straight. <laughs> Where were you on the night? Of it? <laughs> no, also clearly don't take advice from dating apps from me. Oh my God. I know it's hard because we've been out, but I know that I feel like from TikTok, I've seen that it's, it's hell out there right now for yeah. everybody. And it's, it's tough, tough terrain, if you will. And everyone's like opens up with like one liners, like very witty. Like that's the, which that's, that's the, clever. That's the culture of dating apps right yeah, now, from I what I understand. So I don't, also, I don't know. I was never witty. I was like trying to be cute. I don't know. There is nothing. I mean, this really is tough. And I know I've probably been in the position where I've done it, but like ghosting sucks. Like maybe it feels like canceling plans. You guys. But it is a dirty move. The best, like, excuse me, the best, like breakup, not breakup, but like, Went on like three dates. She was a really great person. I thought we were going to have fun. And she was just so like strong about it. Like, hey, yeah, I had a great time. You're super funny, but I really just didn't have a connection with you. And that was the best text to get rather than just the non-response. Like, I was a ghoster. Ghost rider I was. Wait, you were the ghoster? Oh, I would ghost people. Oh, man. Redownload the app and apologize to everybody. Hell no. (laughs) They're all fine. No, you don't know that. You don't know that. But for real, I was... But that's my, that's Maybe. me not being able to like handle confrontation or like letting people down. It's the people pleaser in me. Oh, I hear you. But I will say this now from someone who's trying to work on these boundaries and from someone who works in a business where I get ghosted, like my clients will ghost oh, me gosh, and I yeah. find it to be like the worst thing. Let's just stop 2022. Let's just stop ghosting people. Let's just tell them how we actually feel. But I mean, even that just like gives some type of closure. Like you don't need to be like, oh man, like that was the worst day of my life. You don't yeah, need to say that. Give some like false like, hope. No, just be like, hey, like things just, I, things didn't really click. Shout out to that girl for, I wish I would have screenshot of that text and like shared it with you guys because it was so kind, so honest. 
and made it so easy. When was that? (laughs) Like, I wish I would have screenshotted and saved it for my audience. That was before (laughs) knowing I'd be a guest on a podcast seven (laughs) years later. (laughs) No, that was probably. I mean, it was 2016, 2017. Before I met you. Oh my gosh, that's funny. Yeah. I'll give you this. Into the meat. I'll give you this meat. This meat stick. Remember when we didn't eat meat? Yeah. I, we, should, I need to go back. Don't ever veggies. Vegetarians. Guys, for a I while. felt so healthy. Yeah, where the poops good. Everything was good. I felt good. I'm not eat what you want, like know your body. Clearly, I'll say this meat does not go well with me, but I still eat it because I'm an idiot. But I'm gonna learn. Yeah, one day convenience to it it's it was yeah easy. it was really hard and you can fall into that trap like it's not always healthier oh no we were eating dumb meals as vegetarians too okay someone asked us a naughty question joey a what question a naughty a naughty they said so, so, kelly she knows she's listening she would love to listen to this stuff not no she doesn't <laughs> listen to this she loves she's funny though mm. okay best sex worst sex lmao <laughs> is the question Oh, oh man we weren't gonna talk about it but we're here to talk about it we gotta give the people what they want jizz fun <laughs> uh best sexual best romantic moment i'll say that was it romantic <laughs> are you gonna say what i think you're gonna say um luigi's <laughs> i don't know if we already told this on the pod but this is wild we were so new to the relationship and we're like let's act like strangers and no, meet we, up we, it was like kind of joked about like in the car but, but why did we full send it full send dude like we went fake all names acted, fake backgrounds that is so wild because i wouldn't even i would do that with you now yeah but we would just laugh all the time but i was like so mo- i was so committed to the cause but I, and i think both of us are like wait is she still going i didn't want to give up but then you were probably like is he still going i'm not gonna give up i think it's kind of yeah because Guys, <laughs> it was so crazy it was intense it was very intense now it wasn't anything weird it was just like strangers meeting at a bar at night i mean it wasn't gross but it was it was fun it was fun. Yeah. It was so, but like we, it's like you would think that we're like freaky fun like that. We haven't done shit like that since. I, we have, we have I, I think we have a good sex life. We, we do. I would yeah. say yes. But I mean, like we haven't like. Oh, no, we have not like role played. Oh, the massage. Wait. Massage. <laughs> <laughs> that was fool me. I'm sorry for that. Yeah, you, you went full character. I don't on know that. why, but you also weren't really in character. So it was weird. No, I was. I feel like I was. Joe is my masseuse. I'm really good at giving massages. It really did start as just like a massage. And then it just got hot and heavy. And then you went like, how do you like this? <laughs> Let's not reenact it right now. <laughs> In the honey. In the was honey. that the same yeah. situation? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, mix it I up. I, I We should probably... We should mix it up a bit. Yeah. I'm not saying go to a bar and pretend we're strangers. Because there was a moment where we were like... I really want to get out of this. Like, I want to just be back to us. Mm-hmm. So, like, you got to find your balance there. But, like, that was pretty intense. It was really intense and fun. Yeah, it was different. Okay, worst sex. <sighs> Aside from what? Pickle getting a big old lick of your ass? Stop. Oh. Wait, you guys really <laughs> did talk about that? Yes. Seriously, yeah, guys, I'm so knows. sorry. Everyone here knows. I'm not a gross person. 
A dog looking your ass doesn't make you a gross person. But like she said, it's been a couple weeks. Pickle and I, we haven't even looked at each other. You won't look at her. You're like, you know me too well. (laughs) (laughs) She was like, I wish I did it. (laughs) Pickle's been outside for like what I say is like she loves the winter so much because they're huskies. Like they, we can't get them to come in. No, she doesn't come in. She's traumatized. She's PTSD out there. God, poor pup. No, worst case, worst sexual experience. I hate. I hate the guys. This is the worst. You couldn't. I mean, there's not a romantic author. There's not a movie director. There's nobody who could write a hotter scene than Jess and I's first camping trip oh. in Mohican. Yeah. In a tent. The sun like just went down and it was the hardest rain I can remember. It rained uh, for us like putting up our tent, which was a shit show. But like once it was like it was like downpour and it was going to rain all night. So we just set up shop. We're like, okay, we're in, we're in the tent for the night. And like what rain are we on a tent, do? like the best sound on earth. But like, what are we going to do for six hours until it's bedtime? So we were like going to play cards and we had music and, going in the tent. And yeah. And I was p- playing like. The hottest jams. And holy shit, did I misread? I was, guys, I was making moves. I was, I was doing little, what do you, what did you say that I do every time I want to have sex? So I I, like, well, like rub your back. I never, I love back rubs and like, and I'll like rub like right on his neck. It's the only time I do it. And I'm like, oh, like, she's into this. Just making a move right now because I'm getting back rubs. (laughs) No, but this is like, I mean, Jess put it all on. Like the rain's coming down on the tent. We're I was snuggling so cozy up. In there. I was trying to kiss him. He's like, "Oh, I'm so bloated." He's like, "Oh, my stomach really hurts." I'm like, "Oh my god!" Is he like, <laughs> Time out. I'm like, "Are you dogging me? Like, are you? Is this I not what you want?" I didn't read it, and we ate pizza. We did eat pizza. I guys, I was. That's the that's the most embarrassing moment of to be like, this could be the hottest <laughs> sex of my life. And I hate too much fucking pizza that I'm bloated <laughs> and can't move. You're Ugh. lost, buddy. But I was really upset. I was like, man, that really could have been a moment. Yeah, my bad. But I was in the tent, so she could have licked your ass. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm really sorry. Also, <laughs> we don't ruin our dogs. Like our dogs are not always involved. <laughs> our in dogs are not just licking our private parts <laughs> at all times. <laughs> but my they bad, are in the bedroom at a time. Or we'll two. go camping again someday. Okay, babe, we are an hour in. Into the thick of it. Into the thick of it. Okay, guys, we have the meat. And we can we can fly through the meat a little bit. I mean, we'll cliff notes. It's really, it's it. really focused. It is. And we wanted to talk about independence in in your relationship and talk about the importance of that. It's something I value in our relationship. I feel like it's important in most relationships. And it could it be, you know... Pretty much make or break, in my opinion. But I feel like a relationship should always keep the other inspired to be better people. And oh, being, that's a good point. Yeah. And just like being too dependent on each other, number one, could be pretty toxic. Like codependency is tough to navigate. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. But it also could be like pretty draining, energetically draining, hey, emotionally draining. For two people exactly. at some point. And that's hard. Exactly. So we have some... Some how some tips, yeah. Some tip of the dick. The what's the oh, tip of the dick? And the we what, have, the why, the who, the how. Yeah. Um. So I have. I noted something when I was doing my research. Mm. Um. You have 
more to offer to someone else when you're a whole. So this is something Joe and I kind of talk a lot about. That's really good. Yeah. Um, when you're more, when you're comp, you're comp. So I use this it's, analogy it's a, good, a little. It's a good, but analogy. a little different. Not right, good. But yeah, so it's like I use the analogy: if my cup is full, that means like I am drained, like I've put too much. But if like your cup is empty and you're being able to try new things and do things that you want to do, you're feeling more comfortable as your unique self, and that way you're able to give more to the people around you, including Absolutely. that person in your relationship. Just like a take care of you first. Yeah. That's, that's, no, that's my really thoughts. good. No, I think that's a really good point. Take care of you first. So you can give the best uh, version of yourself to your partner. I, I tried to like focus on like, wait, why do I think encouraging some sense of independence is important? Um, and what I was able to like, isolate is that in most dating situations, especially now that we're in the 2020s, um, in most cases, both of you are coming from entirely different places. Mm. Um, Now, if you met your partner in high school or in college, like that's fantastic because you have access to a part of them that some couples don't. But in Jess and I's situation, like we had two entirely separate lives that have never crossed paths. So when we combine those, I mean, that's two individuals who have had these life experiences who have had these goals that they set like individually in what world would it be healthy to sacrifice a part of that um well i shouldn't say it like that in what world would it be healthy to get rid of that independence just because you meet somebody like you should work together to encourage the special parts of that independence um and to boost that more specifically what were their goals before they met you do those goals change are they healthy goals um and when you combine two separate lives um i think it's important to consider that um not in a way, I don't want to come in a way that I'm saying like, don't sacrifice. Cause I think sacrificing is the most important thing in a relationship, but oh, the, sh- the most, the most having sacrifices. I think that's huge, but that's another topic. What I'm saying is it's important to hone in on what your partner's individual hopes are and what they're, what drives them and encourage them to continue to explore that. That's good, Joe. I, <laughs> Thanks, Jess. The- I keep saying, I feel like, but <laughs> I feel, <laughs> is it me? Is Am it I me? the drama? Am I the drama? No. The one thing that really stood out about Joe when I first started dating him was the way that he really truly gave a shit about my, my goals, my passions, the things that I like to do. And he like, nailed them in like you should go for this i mean i know you guys have heard the story before but if it if it really weren't for joe and some other people along the way and i give myself credit as well absolutely it's you didn't no but if they didn't like push me to do photography i really i really wouldn't be where i'm at but it was one of the coolest attributes you you had in the way that you stood out from like other guys that i've dated that you just like really wanted to for me to pursue that stuff. Yeah. So I just thought that that was notable. And that's why I thought that this was a good topic for us. It because is. And it's not just like, it's not just careers. Um, like before I met Jess, I had a really specific career goal that I wanted to get. And unfortunately, before I met Jess, like I wasn't making the best career choices and like, wasn't really like finding that 
right work ethic or like drive to get there. Um, and I can remember like really small conversations as we started to date um, at dinner or when we hung out and that type of encouragement, like, I mean, within a couple of months, I was like, holy shit, I'm about to get this position. And then I got that position. Like the goal I set when I was in high school until mm-hmm. I met you, did it become like available to me? And it wasn't because like you were like, oh, Joe, you can do anything. But you were just really specific and like, oh, like, hey, I know this is important to you. So like when you wake up today, like put in that work and it wasn't a type of relationship that would drain you like, oh, like all of our attention is isolated here. So we start to slip up on other things. I think when we met each other, if anything, like we kicked it up a notch on some of our individual goals, which is crazy. I know I achieved a lot in a short amount of time. We also ran a half marathon together and we're not runners and we're not that running couple. We're not the family who runs five K's on Thanksgiving. Really, really want to be that family. You know, maybe someday in the past, but (laughs) just because those families are just trying to paint a picture of like, that's not who we are. But I think in the, in that time of our lives, when we were first dating, we were just so motivated by each other yeah. that we did a lot in a short amount of time. It was like, I want to do things. I want to achieve goals with you. And like, he just got this huge promotion. I'm quitting my job and starting my own business, like cold turkey. And it, yeah, was, it was intense. It was, but it was like, it really was an awesome time. And I feel like obviously it brought us closer together, yeah. but, but then, yeah. And that's exactly what you just said. Like at some point you still find your balance. We're not just like, I'm off doing this. She's off doing that. We're such a power couple because I think that runs its course as well. And at some point you find your balance, hopefully where you're like, okay, we're both comfortable with what we've been achieving. And then you can start to either find new goals for yourself and still have that encouragement from your partner or like Justin and I've done in this last year, like we've set some really intense goals together and we weren't afraid of that conversation and goal setting and pushing each other because we did it when we started off. So now we're working on this budget. We're building this idea of an house um, and we're not afraid to have those convos because we know we're both okay with hearing each other's encouragement to push each other. Mm-hmm. Does that make any sense? Absolutely. I also feel like we are at a different pace than we were when we first started, obviously. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you guys know honeymoon stage. I'm sure everyone can relate. And now we're married. So yeah, our goals look different and it's not as crazy and fun and huge promotions and starting our own thing. So I feel like it, we are at a challenge too. So as, as we guys are as we are giving you this advice, we're taking it ourselves. Yeah, we're definitely like really learning. And this this topic m- force more conversations like this. Yeah, I agree. I think one of the, sorry if I'm interrupting. I wasn't. No, like one of the better examples is like, I go through like really intense phases of like, okay, I'm locked in. I'm working out. I'm doing my journal. I am eating really healthy. And in the past, there's been times, almost every time I'll slip, I'll last two, three weeks and I'll really crash and I'll put the weight back on or, or not feel comfortable with my body the way I want it to be. Um, and Jess hasn't hesitated to be like, Hey Joe, like I know you were, you were really loving how you felt last week. What were some of those things that were making you feel so good? So I was like, Oh, I was doing my journal every night. Oh, I ate a healthy dinner. I didn't get fast food. And like just having that freedom to not call me out, but make me recognize what individual things were driving me makes me that better person. Mm -hmm. So in this last couple months, January through the middle of February, 
I've had that intensity where I really feel good. And then on weekends when I fall off, Jess is just a good reminder of like, oh man, like you were in such a good health space like last week. I hope you get back there because I was happy for you. And that's such a good drive to have in your partner. Yeah, I agree. It's like motivating each other. Yeah. And promoting, promoting that journey outside of yourself. And that kind of brings me to my next point, which is find new hobbies and learn new things. Preach. I'm the hobby king. Go ahead, Jeff. He is the hobby king. And I brought this up specifically. And it's not a bad thing. But I just feel like, what is like the meaning of life besides finding love and finding your person or whatever? But it's it's always learning new things and being a better person. And how do you do that besides hobbies or picking something up? And, you know, I keep saying learning something new, but for lack of better words. But that's what we do. That's what that was stage we're in right now, I guess you could say. But that doesn't that feel good to be like, okay, like I'm comfortable in this relationship. I'm craving something for myself. Mm -hmm. And you don't have the fear of talking to your partner like, oh, I don't want to take away not necessarily time, but maybe attention to a relationship. Um, I, I can't even tell you guys like how many hobbies I've gone through in the four years with Jess, like metal detecting. I went through a phase where I wanted to skateboard in my thirties and mm-hmm. I've never skateboarded. I don't, it wasn't going to go well. Golf. Golf. Yeah. Golf is a new one. Um, what else? Board games. I it's thought a lot. I'd get, yeah. It's hard to keep up with. And sometimes. you're so supportive, but you're also like, Hey, like Joe, I know your balance. Like I know where your boundaries are and it's okay to have that conversation. Um, well, that but, took some time to get to it did. But just, I think finding a partner that recognizes when you need something for yourself, um, doesn't shy away from making you go and get that. That's so important. Oh, oh no. Say, Oh, I'm sorry. Also learn. So also another tip of the dick, when you feel like things are just getting slow and you guys are just kind of depending on each other, like spicing things up with learning new things, like, or let's say you learn something new together or do something new together. Like that's what kind of keeps the spark alive. Like new conversations. If you guys are just doing the same thing every day, there ain't shit to talk about. So like introducing new hobbies and new things. I really like that. Would bring people closer together as well. I think one of the things, this is so small, but it really is like a big part for Jess and I. So like growing up, there was certain games that like either my family had taught me or my friends had taught me. Um, And when Jess and I like in these winter dull times, like teaching her more stuff about yourself, like, Oh, Hey Jess, I used to play this game called Rummy Mm -hmm. and like such a simple, like, why don't you learn this about me? Let's introduce this into our relationship. And we fucking love it. Now it's a tradition. Yeah. Like breaks up your week a little bit. And it's not always just Rummy. Like we've played other games, like a card game called golf. Shout out to Carrie for teaching us that Um, and a bunch of other things, but like you're comfortable in having your individuality and then bringing that individuality into your partner to see if they enjoy that as well. And if they don't like, it's okay. I metal detect on my own. Jess does not go with me. Yeah. And she loves that. I bring home (laughs) the dumbest shit. What was, um, what was that show that we watched? He's like, Oh, diggers, man. Diggers. Oh, what is What would they say when they get it though? Oh, roundness. If they find a coin. Oh, roundness. Roundness. If you find a coin while you're uh, metal detecting, you're supposed to say roundness. Like, you got to get on your knees real quick and start digging. You don't know what you I found a penny one time from the 1930s, guys. 
I called my father-in-law because I thought he'd be proud of me. And he was so kind about it. You called my dad? I sent him a text of me holding the penny. Because he got me the metal detector for Christmas. Oh, my. Yeah. You were like, brownness. Look at it. I said, Jess, take a picture of me. Roundness, 1938. <laughs> He's like, yeah, they made a million of those, Joe. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's still worth a penny. <laughs> <laughs> is that what he said? No, I, that to is be honest, I think he, he just gave say. me a thumbs up, which is worse. <laughs> oh, that is way worse. Okay, guys, here are some tip of the dicks. I've been giving a few, but I feel like these are just kind of short and sweet. Go ahead. Hit them. Tip of the dick number one, spend time alone. This is, on a, I mean, definitely a way to promote independence. I think I've talked about this on the pod before. Joe and I, sometimes not all the time, during the night, he stays downstairs and watches it's, it's TV. huge for us. And I go upstairs and TikTok or read or listen to music or bullshit. But that's like an alone time outside of like us running errands and doing other things and both doing something that's important to me like tv and my movies like it's oscar season i'm really locked in guys locked jess in. can go upstairs and do her thing and i'm comfortable with myself and, and knowing she's okay up there that's a really good tip of the dick yeah and it just allows dick tip, dick tip. <laughs> hey good dick tip there man. Hey, thank you goes both ways thank you <laughs> nice cock nice cock <laughs> nice tip over there joey <laughs> Go ahead, Jess. Sorry. Next tip. <laughs> no, I feel like alone time, even if it's in the car, I feel like it promotes reflection on your life. And I don't know. That's kind of what I do in my alone time. With your with your partner, things are happy, you know, your serotonin's going, and you just don't, like don't allow for those. They could be some dark thoughts, deep thoughts that you just might not have with your partner when you're with them all the time and keeping busy. So I feel like it's important to take a peek. Take a peek in. Take a peek. You know, and just reflect. Look at and just like reflect on some things. Like, I don't know if you're like doing some like crazy reflection and you're like, I don't have hobbies. You know, like that's a shitty feeling. But then we we pivot and we get a new hobby. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I also feel like spending time alone gives you a chance to miss each other. And that's a great feeling because I like hated you over the weekend or I was like getting sick of you. And then, she like, did. I we spent 24 hours apart or, like, you went to work and I was like, damn, I fucking miss him. That dude's low-key kind of cool. He's all right. He's yeah. got a nice cock. <laughs> Stop. Okay. He's got nice tips of tips of relationship advice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> also, here's another tip of the dick, which I gave in a previous episode, but I am manifesting it. It's main character energy. Oh, I love this. Yes. I suck at this, but this is good. It's just take your life as if you are the main character. And I mean, like, put on those songs that you see in movies, drive to a coffee shop, go to a coffee shop, sit down by yourself and read a book. That is such main character energy. Also, like, bring your AirPods and walk around for a little bit to, excuse me, different places. I don't know. I feel like cultivating that. I love that. I feel like that's enough to like get someone out of depression yeah but or just like do shit for the sake of doing shit that's main character energy learn new things learn new things i love that i have like two the first one really quick be comfortable in the silence um Mm. just and i both picked up reading recently seemed to like it 
Um, seem to like it. Yeah, I mean, we seem to like it. It's doing good for us. Books, books are kind of cool. Books are all right. Books are. Yeah. This is a season of books. To, you know. Yeah, like February, and it's we're so comfortable, like both checking into that and like just reading, and it's like different rooms or different places. Just goes to coffee shops and reads. Um, it, it's just like it's okay to sit next to each other and not carry the weight of conversation or your relationship all the time. You can check out into your own project. Um, my other one is it's basically just reading and farting. That's the silence. <laughs> That's what it is, Joe. Tell them the truth. Next topic. Okay. <laughs> no, my last. <laughs> my, I think my last tip will be um, like your work is your work, and like be proud of that. You don't need to carry it home. I think um, such an escape is like devoting my time to what I have going on at work and not carrying that home and and putting it in front of our relationship because then it all starts to blend together. So when I do step away from the house or I am working on something like that's such a Joe project um, and Jess does the same thing. Like when Jess is editing, like that's kind of an atmosphere that I shouldn't interrupt because now I'm a part of her work and that's not always entirely healthy. Now, like bringing her some sandwiches or I don't know why I said sandwiches, bring her food. Make me a sandwich, bitch. <laughs> I, I, I do like bringing you coffee or like making you lunch. Like that's not interrupting the workflow, but, no. like, but really stepping into it. I, I think making sure we both have that private life when it comes to work. Is that weird for you? No, that was, no, that was really good. Yeah. Those are probably Maybe you my should two. take your advice on that sometime. Just like, let me troubleshoot this with you. And I'm like, <laughs> I have no if idea what I were to explain to you what was going on, I would have to teach you. And that's. No. And like, that's the conversation I had to learn. Like, oh, yeah, I should was... probably not interject into just. We love your life. will to help, Joe, but. It's fear of not helping sometimes, which sucks. I'm aware of what it is. <laughs> All right, guys. More importantly, guys, you should help each other grow individually in the relationship. That is the key. Yeah, like you still got yourself. Like, of course, I love Jess and I love what we're becoming, but like, I love me too. Like, and I know Jess preaches that all the time. Like, not like the whole self love genre, but. No, but it's so true. It's like you can't love, I mean, and I refrain from saying this because I feel like people know this. It's like you can't love other people if you haven't loved yourself. Yes. Like, and that takes work. Absolutely. Like, there's been times where like I felt really shitty, like in the months of February and you know seasonal depression it's like it's our relationship suffers because of that so it's take care of you first and then you'll have the capacity to love and you know take care of the people around you i'm gonna really think about that main character energy you like that i really do and like i I struggle take it on go to the art museum fuck it you're the main character live the life you want to fucking live you know we have in cleveland and i don't know why no one's fucking talking about this do you know who lives in Cleveland? Who? At the Natural History Museum. Our you know, king. The king himself. Balto. Balto. The actual Balto who saved all those kids. His they, body. They stuffed him. They stuffed. And he's. What do you call that? Taxidermy? Yeah. He's taxed. He's taxed. <laughs> Balto's five minutes down the road Bro from us. Bro is taxed and he wants you to go see him. So I'm coming for you, king. <laughs> Balto. Balto. Thank you for your yeah, service. Thank you for everything you did. Shout out. I'm gonna, that's main character energy. I'm going to go spend time with Balta. <laughs> main character energy is sitting next to him with like drawing him or something. <laughs> I'm just going to teach everybody who walks by like I'm the Balto expert. Just like, this is Balto, everybody. It's like you're the tour guide. It's actually pronounced Balto. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs>
<laughs> okay. Thanks, everybody. everybody. We love you. Thank you for being here, Joe, Joey, Jizz, Bobs, everything. Bobs. Yeah, I'm happy yeah. that you, that we almost didn't fight before we came on the pod. It was a close call. It was a little stressed. It was a long, long, long day. Yeah. But, um, but no, thank you so much for having me. We appreciate you. Yeah, I really love being on here. The questions that your guests have, I know I said it, but they're seriously, they're so good. They're very good. Um, so keep up the good work, everybody. And we, thanks for listening to me ramble. Absolutely. You guys, this has been for Better and Worse Podcast. And we out.